right now the kingdom is available to you. God sent his son to be the exchange for your life. You can receive the perfect life of Jesus Christ and live forever and have abundant life today. The kingdom is always at hand. It's always available now. You never have to wait for the kingdom of Jesus Christ to arrive. G'day, I'm Jonathan. Welcome to Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. Today could be the most amazing, important message that the church has yet to hear. And that is that Jesus said that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached and then the end will come. And I want to pose to you the question, have we preached this gospel of the kingdom? Because the devil is the one who knows that his time is limited. And the moment that we complete the Great Commission, the moment that we have preached the kingdom to the ends of the earth. It's in that moment that Jesus comes back. It's that moment that justice is served and the devil is permanently, you know, thrown into the lake of fire. Ha ha. So what I want to say to you is, is Jesus said that if the seed of the kingdom is sown in your heart, that immediately Satan comes to steal the seed of the kingdom. Remember, this is going to be a, a challenge for your cognitive abilities, but you've got to listen to me when I say that there's a difference between the gospel and the gospel of the kingdom. There's a difference between the word of God and the word of the kingdom of God. And so let us just look at what Jesus actually said in Matthew chapter 13 here. So, Jesus said in Matthew 13, verse 19, when he was explaining the parable of the sower, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. So, I want you to hear me. This isn't some new doctrine that I've created. This is Jesus Christ, the King of the kingdom, saying that the seed that he is sowing is a very specific seed. It is not the word of God. It is the word of the kingdom. Do you understand that the word of God contains a lot of things? It contains poetry. It contains history. It contains genealogy. And you can take parts of the Word of God, which is Logos, and you can take Jesus, who is the Word of God, became flesh. And you can explain that, and you can take a, a doctrine about healing, a doctrine about salvation. But there is one message called the Kingdom of God, which is a message. You know, Jesus said, go to the 70 and to the 77. He said, go into the villages and tell them that the kingdom has come and and show them that the kingdom has come by performing signs and wonders and miracles, by casting out demons, 
by healing the sick and by raising the dead. This is the message that Jesus preached. You've got to get your head around the fact that Jesus didn't tell the disciples to go and preach Jesus. He didn't tell the disciples to go and preach synagogue. He did not say to go into the neighboring villages and tell them that Jesus has come. He didn't tell them to go into the neighboring villages and tell them to come to the synagogue. You see, we've, we've spent most of our Christendom for 2,000 years not preaching the kingdom of God, but preaching the, the kingdom of church, the kingdom of religion, the kingdom of self, preaching the prosperity gospel, the healing gospel, and all these things are really good. And I really do believe in the Word of God. I really do believe that I should eat Jesus Christ, drink His blood, eat His body. He is the King of the kingdom, and he it is through Him and Him alone that we're saved. And His name is the name above all names. There is no greater name, no other name, through which we can be saved. But God is doing something more than just saving people. He's wanting to expand his kingdom. He's wanting to expand his territory. He's wanting to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. He's wanting the knowledge of the glory of, of God to cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. He's wanting a royal family, a royal priesthood, citizens of heaven who will rule with him and reign with him forever. Only when we receive this message of the kingdom of God, the message that Jesus preached, will we understand who we are and what we have. We are the sons of God. We are made in the image of God. We are brothers and sisters with Jesus Christ. He's the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And we will sit on his throne. And we will judge the angels and we will judge this world. We're of a higher rank than the angels. You see, people don't understand that Satan lost his heavenly position in the throne room as one of the top three angels, the cherubim. He lost his access to the Father. He lost his position in the throne room. He had access, like Zechariah wrote in chapter 3, said, Joshua, my high priest, if you, you know, do what I say, you will have a place among those who stand here. Where is here? In the throne room. It said that Satan was there to accuse Joshua, and the angel of the Lord, the Theophany, said, said take the filthy robes off him, give him a clean robe. That is us. We are now seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We have access to the throne of grace according to Hebrews. We now stand in the throne room and talk face to face with our Father who is God. And Peter and Paul and John talk about the fact that we are going to look just like our big brother Jesus, who himself said that as the Father sent him, he's sending us. Now, say, you're probably wondering why I'm saying this, but it is the key to everything that we're trying to do here. Satan fell from heaven like lightning. There's a parallel between heaven and earth. Heaven echoes the earth. It's not the other way around. 
when we bind, heaven binds. When we loose, heaven loose. Heaven is looking to earth to see what to do. It's not the other way around. When, when, when Abel was killed, his blood cried out from earth and heaven answered. Right now, the blood of Jesus is crying out from heaven. Now, there are things that happen from heaven towards earth, like Jesus is interceding for us. But the Bible is full of examples of where earth begins the transaction on earth as it is in heaven. So we pray, heaven answers. Daniel prayed, the angels were released. Heaven is waiting for us to act. And what I'm trying to say is that the earth was given to man, Adam. He had access to the throne room because the father walked with Adam in the cool of the day. And he talked to the Father the way that we can talk to the Father, the way that Jesus modeled that he spoke to the Father. He said, I only do what I see my Father doing. Well, how did he do that? Where was his Father? We couldn't see him. Because Jesus is talking about his spirit man, which is in heaven. He even referred to himself, I am the Son of Man who is in heaven. So we, as a born-again Christian, are no longer human. We're not, we are in a human body, but we are also born again, born of above, the Bible says, born of the Spirit. So we are in two places at once. Like Adam and Eve were in heaven and earth at the same time because earth and heaven were one. Just look at the Revelation 21, 22 chapters. Heaven and earth will again be one. Right now they're two. That's why Jesus said, pray this way on earth as it is in heaven. God is trying to knit heaven and earth back together again through the church, which is the pillar and the grounding of the truth. In other words, we are the thing that connects heaven and earth. And I'm going to wrap it up right there. But if you want to know more about, you know, the kingdom of God. Now, what I'm trying to say, two points. Number one. We have yet to preach this message of the kingdom to the ends of the earth. That is when Jesus is going to come back. He's not going to come back when everyone goes to church. He's not going to come back when everyone knows about Jesus. He's going to come back when everyone has heard the kingdom message. No wonder the devil doesn't want you to preach it. No wonder he personally removes the seed of the kingdom from men's hearts when we sow it. Because the greatest threat to the kingdom of darkness is the kingdom of light. It's not just a, a church that's a threat or a Christian that's a threat. It's the sowing of the seed of the kingdom. That is what is going to displace the devil. And that's my first message, that we have got to preach the gospel of the kingdom. But before we can preach it as a global unified church that's mature, we've got to ourselves hear and understand the message. And that is my ministry to you today. My ministry to the church for seven years and everything I do is to convince you and to help you to see and to receive the word of the kingdom of God and that you would understand it, that you would bear fruit. Point number two, you can find in my book, I'm not trying to sell it, but it's, it's complicated to explain. But if you study Isaiah, if you study Psalm 8 and Psalm 15 and, 
and a whole bunch of other Psalms, I believe Psalm 115 rather. If you understand Ezekiel and, and Revelation, and if you have a look at the entire Bible in a kingdom context, I'll repeat, a kingdom context, you will see that Adam and Eve lost their access to heaven through the fall. And this is what everyone misses. Satan himself resumed their authorized position as the representative of earth to God. Satan was able to stand in the throne room and accuse Joshua and accuse Job because he was standing there as man's representative because we gave him the authority. Now, that is what changed when Jesus Christ came back. He took the keys back off the devil, kicked him out of heaven again for the second time, gave us the authority back as man so that we can resume the responsibility and the privilege that Adam and Eve had in the beginning to knit heaven and earth together to represent God to the earth. That's the gospel. We are representing God on the earth. Jesus said, if you say to that mountain, be removed, it'll be removed. He said, if you ask anything, it'll be done for you. In other words, you are the God representatives on this planet. Now, this planet is dissolving and decaying and it's all part of the curse and God is going to come back and he's going to make everything new. He's going to wipe every tear away. We're going to be raised imperishable. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So all of this is going to be burnt with fire. Nothing will remain except for the Word of God, which is Jesus Christ. And you and I need to make sure that we find ourselves and bring everyone else we know with us into the Word of God, into Jesus. We become part of the Word of God by drinking His blood and eating His body. We have communion with the Father and with the Son and the Holy Spirit. That is the way that you get saved. The way that you you pass through death to life is to believe in Jesus Christ that he is the son of God in other words he is the copy of God he is the exact image of God that is the antichrist spirit the one that denies that Jesus is the son in other words that denies that Jesus is the same Jesus isn't just a a a messenger of God an angel of God a prophet of God he is God he's the same as God that's what a son is and we are sons of God, the Bible says, because we have the same Father as Jesus. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I have, I have absolutely blown your brains out. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I just want to encourage you to seek first the kingdom. That's what Jesus said. Every parable that he preached was about the kingdom. He appeared for 40 days to the disciples in Acts and explained the kingdom. Please, church, please, can we just change? Can we throw away our meeting plans? Can we throw away our rosters and run sheets? Can we change our preaching to be on the kingdom? Please, please, can we change our preaching to be on the kingdom? We've got to get with the program. The time is short. He's coming back soon. Come, Lord Jesus Christ, come.